You're listening to the Jersey Jerk Show on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com. Wentz to his right. Flag is down, and Wentz in for the touchdown with a flag thrown. When Carson Wentz got hit hard at the end of that play. Well, nobody wants to see this. Carson Wentz is going off to get looked at in the locker room. Eagles are reporting it is a left knee injury. He is done for today. We do not know the severity of the knee injury. I do. Uh, Torn ACL. ACL, uh, it appears, yes. On this one, LT is the one that's probably going to sting the most. Yeah, it is. And, and this is a franchise quarterback who's really playing the best football of his short career, his young career so far. Are the Eagles good enough to make a Super Bowl run without Carson Wentz as their quarterback? Absolutely no chance. Uh, I, I'm not going to go with the Eagles now. I'm going with the Rams. There's two or three teams probably right now better than the Eagles without Carson Wentz. This team went from a Super Bowl favorite to just a factor in the playoffs. Can you envision these guys being one and done? I really can, and I can tell you why. It's all about Nick Foles and not Carson Wentz. They aren't good enough to overcome this. I mean, if anybody thinks and is delusional enough to think that they can get to the NFC Championship game, never mind this Super Bowl without their MVP quarterback in Carson Wentz. I would love to know what you're drinking. So now you got to depend on Nick Foles because of Carson Wentz torn ACL. No excuses, right, Eagles fans? Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you've got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. We overcame a Pro Bowl left tackle. We overcame our middle linebacker. We've overcome a running back. We've overcome a, a, a core special teams player this year, our kicker this year. Uh, this is no no different. And to the fans out there, they, they can't uh, you can't lose faith. I mean, this is this has been a resilient football team uh, all season long. And um, you know, if there's if there's ever an opportunity for me as a head football coach to, to rally the troops, you know, now now might be the time. Nick has played a ton of football, and I was here when we drafted him. We drafted him for a reason. We went out and got him again this offseason for a reason. You never want it to be under these circumstances. My confidence is extremely high in Nick. People ask me, well, why did you throw the ball? Because I got confidence in Nick. I got confidence in the guys. I'm going to leave this football team. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. 
Win. Jersey Jerk Show on the Ryecast Network, Ryecast.com. That was a sound. Let me just say, forget all the other nonsense. That was a sound. Or that, that call I've been waiting for for 42, 43 years. Yeah. And it just gave me the chills listening to that. How awesome. How awesome was that? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still in shock. I still can't believe it's, it happened. Um, um, I don't think I've ever – what's sad is after they won the Super Bowl, I realized something really pathetic – I don't think I've ever been this happy in my life <laughs> after all these years. Yeah. It was it was definitely something. It was tears of joy coming yeah, from me. I was a fucking baby yeah, and I man. don't care who knows it. I was crying like a little bitch. Yeah. And and for a good solid 2 days. <laughs> Every like, time you saw a highlight. No, like I so I I was like the the following the following morning after the Super Bowl, I went to work, and I'm I'm you know I'm on the highway driving and I'm listening to sports radio and they keep playing clips and and it just hits me it's like we're fucking world champs, which I hate saying that we're Super Bowl champs because 
That's that's just another great thing about this country is we don't play anyone but people in the states, but we're world champions. <laughs> like that's you know, typical America. Like we don't play any other football teams in the world, but yet we're world champs. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean there are no other football. I know leagues, but you shouldn't say world champs. I think that should be like you know should just be like Super Bowl champs. I never liked that. I thought it was kind of I don't know. It's a little arrogant. You know what I mean? I mean, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't really agree with you, though. Well, it's not. I mean, when when a hockey team wins the Stanley Cup, they're not really world champs because there's other competitive leagues throughout Europe, right? But football, there's no other. Like, I get that, but it's just <laughs> again, it's all based on the United States. There's not even you know we don't even have anybody in Canada playing. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Uh, those games would take forever in Canada. We're fucking helping each other up after every play. <laughs> They hit you too hard, eh? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Oh, man. Yeah. I was, uh... Yeah, it was fucking... It was wonderful. It's like, uh... Just that... A weight yeah, lifted. Yeah, a weight. That was the second way. One was my ex-wife See and what... the Super Bowl. <laughs> See, people don't realize... People, I mean, most... I'm sure most people have teams that, like, win... At least every once in a while, that kind of it goes by the wayside. Yeah. But when you don't win ever this specific trophy, and your team's been around for pff, damn near a hundred years at this point, I mean, you know, eighty something years, you know, you, you fucking that shit weighs on you. I mean, granted, we weren't around that long, but to know that to see them come up short only two other times, yeah. And you're just like, oh, is this ever going to fucking happen? You know, there's no best of seven. There's no best of five. It's not a series. It's one and done. And for them to pull it out and to pull it out the way they did. I mean, for me, I thought it was, I mean, maybe I'm just biased. Maybe I can't look at this unbiasedly, but I thought it was the most exciting Super Bowl I've ever seen as far as, as far as action. Uh, it was definitely up there. You know what it's I'm saying? It's definitely a top five. I, I don't remember a Super Bowl where it was like you were at the edge of your seat. Right. I, I, For me, one of my favorite game endings was Tennessee and the Rams. That was That good. was fantastic. That but the was whole good. game wasn't as good as this right, game here. Right, right, right. Exactly. Carolina, New England was a great Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it was, I don't think it was good as, as good as this one. Uh, last year... Uh, Last New England year, coming back from being down twenty five points with two minutes, with what seventeen minutes left in the game, yeah, that was a great <clears throat> Super Bowl, right? But I mean, that was that was a uh, that was more of one team gave up in the second half and one turned it on. Yeah, this was a back and forth. Up, I think gave up gave up is a bad way to put it. They just kind of Atlanta gave up, <laughs> rested, rested on the lead, and dude, they were gassed. They totally like they quit. They didn't do shit. I mean, they weren't even tackling in the second half. But this was a back-and-forth absolute shootout to the full extent of that meaning. Mm-hmm. There was no defense except for one fucking stop. That's all you needed. That game. was it. That's all you needed. One stop. And I don't even count the, the, the interception uh, against Nick Foles because it wasn't his fault. You know, that was, a, that was a bobble by Jeffrey that just, you know, was caught by the opposite team. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, it was an absolute shootout. I mean, it was – there were some, some great plays. The throws were impeccable. He found windows that I didn't even know you can throw. I mean, to me, it was amazing to watch. And it was so – it was 
as much as I was nervous as fuck the whole game, yeah. it was still like, you know, as a fan of the the game, I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking How great game. yards? Oh, it was like twelve over twelve hundred. It was it's a it's a record. It's never been done in any game, playoff or regular season. Crazy, right? And just the, you know, the 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 Philly special. <laughs> to me, that beat. We were just talking about this off the air. I agreed with Chris. I thought the gutsiest thing I've ever seen was the onside kick that that Sean Payton called for against the the was it the Colts? Yeah, yeah, and. I was like, I couldn't believe he did that. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Like that is that takes balls. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, you know, fourth and goal in the first quarter, and you you go for it like that with a trick play, dude. That's that's insane. That's absolutely insane. And it was beautifully executed. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Did you see? Uh, t- uh, fucking Tory Smith was open in the back of the end zone, right, right where the. Um, the uprights were like, even though even though Trey Burton was throwing it to Foles, Torrey Smith was by himself. There wasn't anyone within six seven yards of him on either side of him. He was wide open. Yeah, I think that was meant for Foles the whole time. It was. Well, yeah, but he was you, the second you can't, read. You can't expect your third string tight end right. to make multiple yeah. reads. Right, right. He, well, I mean, he's a former quarterback. I mean, maybe he practiced it. I'm sure when they practice it, they got to practice all the reads, like all the throws. You know what I mean? But but that's what I mean, though. The whole play was executed perfectly. I mean, it was it was flawless. And thank God Nick Foles caught that shit. Because I, after watching Tom Brady drop that fucking <laughs> pass, I was like, oh, shit. That's how you do it, Tom. That's how you catch right? the ball. Right? But and, – and, and the other thing is I am so happy that we played the Patriots because I fucking hate them. <laughs> I hate Tom Brady – and his pissant daughter. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I, I can't stand the guy. The guy is just a smug asshole, and I'm so tired of this goat talk. And and you know, we get it. Like we get it. And even even though he lost, he still throws for over 500 yards in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it, again, it's it's insane the way this game played out. But the Eagles. We're able to to pull it off, and I don't think I think I actually almost blacked out at the last play of the game. The Hal Mary, it's never over mm-hmm. with that dude, man. I sat there and I'm like, oh my god, Gronk's upright, you know? Like he, you see, like this monster in the end zone and all these midgets around him. I'm like, oh come on, like someone fucking hurt this guy. Like take out a knee, even get a flag. I don't give a fuck. Like just get, don't let him catch it, you know? Because then that would have been a win. That we experienced on their side, like oh my god, look! Can you imagine if he had caught that, and we would have had to hear. Well, they still had to get the two to tie the game, but chances are they would have got it. Maybe, and then we would have never heard the end of it. I, I was contemplating suicide at that point. I'm like, I-, I don't think I can live in a world where they blow another one, and I got to hear every fucking sports show or even regular show at this point because it's a Super Bowl. Talk about, whoa, what a game. Tom Brady is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Belichick. Belichick was outcoached. I don't care what anybody says. He was completely outcoached by Doug Peterson. I am an idiot forever doubting Doug Peterson. I was wrong. I second that. I, 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 I'm an idiot. I, I take back every negative thing I ever said about the guy. The guy's gutsy as shit. And, you know, 
I am so thankful that he's the coach and he did what he did and called the game that he did. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I I mean, I, I'm not on your uh, your level there with having to apologize for I, – I, I'm not saying I thought Doug was going to be a great yeah, coach. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't doubt on him like I did. No, but, but not because I thought he was going to be great. It's because he was – I mean, when people were really killing him, he was coaching his 18th game, 19th game. Like he's new. Yeah, he's, you got to give it. You got to give a coach a couple of years, or why'd you fucking hire him in the first place? Well, my my whole argument behind having doubts with Doug Peterson was that he came from Andy Reid, and Andy Reid couldn't get it done in almost 15 years here. And I thought always, I always had the notion that a carbon copy of the real thing is not as good as the real thing. So I never thought he would amount to shit, basically. Right. He probably wouldn't be able to get us to five NFC championship games and, you know, a Super Bowl appearance, let alone winning one. So I was totally in doubt and I was in denial. I'm like, there's no way he, he you know, he's just like Andy Reid. You know, this is where he got his chops from. And I'm like, like same play clock management. But you know what, though? But, but if you take Andy Reid. Andy Reid came off the Mike Holmgren coaching tree. He's not Mike Holmgren. No, so you're what right. would make Doug Peterson Andy Reid? Right. But I, that's the thing. I just figured that that Doug would have. This is our ignorance. Yeah, that's basically what this. I'm, that's why I'm saying I'm in total. I'm being to, totally honest that I totally fucked up and, and misjudged him because I, mean, I assumed I assumed that he was going to be just like Andy Reid over the past. Just a younger years. version. How, how many coaches have been picked off of Bill Belichick's staff that have done nothing? No, I agree. Nothing. I agree. Just because you learn from somebody great doesn't isn't going to make you great. And just because you learn from somebody poor isn't going to make you poor or average or anything like that. Right. You take what you can, the things they do good, and you have to put your own spin on it. And that's exactly what he did, and that's why I was wrong. Because Doug Peterson learned from Andy Reid's mistakes. And made sure that he didn't make those same mistakes. And he proved it. Because he was hoisting up the Lombardi at the end of that game. And that was all the proof anyone ever needs. And speaking of Lombardi, Mike Lombardi. Oh, I can't wait to hear from this guy. He hasn't said a word since. He's, yeah, he said he said. He's I haven't right. heard anything. Yeah, he said after Kelsey's speech, he said, yeah, I, I deserve it. And what can he say? You know what I mean? What, what can he say? Well, no. I mean, I want to hear him fucking grovel. He's not going to grovel. Because he he's he you know he's a know it all. I, I mean that's that's the world we live in. You say things like that to get hits on uh, whatever on Click a website. Bait. Yeah, like you say things like that just so to get a reaction out of people. See, and he couldn't have been more wrong. I actually respected Nick Wright because he came right out and said I was dead wrong, and he said it on <clears throat> national TV. He didn't say it in an interview, <clears throat> or it wasn't like you know on print. He said it on his own show. He said it to Chris Carter and anybody else that was there. I was dead wrong. I I totally misjudged yeah. Doug Peterson. He's a phenomenal coach. And what he did with Nick Foles, I mean, honestly, you could say it's it, one of the best he's ever seen. And I agree. Because you took a guy who hadn't really played, you know, in a while, and he won every Thought fucking about game. about retiring. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you go in that backstory, sure, I mean, but I'm saying... If I had to play for Jeff Fisher, I'd probably want to retire, too. Yeah, I'd want to be another position if I played for... If I was a quarterback and played for Jeff Fisher, I'd be like, put me on defense. 
Make me a cornerback. <laughs> the three quarterbacks on his roster last year, two of them played against each other in the NFC Championship game, and one is one of the best young quarterbacks in football. Right. That's what Jeff Fisher had last year. Yeah. He's awful. If he ever gets a head coaching job again, I might stop watching football. I don't think he'll ever get yeah, that I don't, job. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so because he's still the butt <clears> of every <throat> joke. I mean, even now. Because when they talk about Nick Foles, Jeff Fisher comes up. And when they talk about Case Keenum, Jeff Fisher comes up. Same thing with Jared Goff. So it's like, you know, the dude does not have anything going for him as far as being a coach. Uh, at least a head coach. Yeah, I, I don't even know if he'll ever be a defensive coach. I don't know if he'll ever coach. I mean, no one's like out rushing to get him. There's been, there's, there were tons of coaching availabilities and nobody mm-hmm. called him. <laughs> he wasn't on anyone's list. <laughs> the avoid list. Yeah, I, and and how can you not avoid him? Look what he did to everywhere he went. You know, he had that one year uh, with McNair. That was it. You know that 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 was his that was his Super Bowl. That was his peak, and he yeah. went downhill from there. But yeah, well, it was exciting. Th- here's a question for you. Yeah, do you think McNair would have won more than one Super Bowl? If Jeff Fisher wasn't his it's head coach. It's possible. It's very possible. You don't know. I don't know. The team could have been completely different under McNair, under a new, different coach. He could have had a better scheme, better weapons, although he had some good weapons. I can't say that he was lacking in that department. But he could have had a better all-around team, you know, and and it's very possible to think that. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? I, is, that's why he's dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jeff, Phil, Jeff Fisher killed him. Yeah, basically, yeah. He killed every quarterback he ever coached. <laughs> Do you think all the all the quarterbacks that, that had Jeff Fisher as a coach look at him as like the ring? You know what I mean? Like they're afraid that their day's coming. They just don't. They're waiting for that phone to ring. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you have seven days. There's not many players that like to do that say positive things about him. No. That used to play for him. No. No, and, and you know what? When when he chose when they chose Jared Goff, I was happy because I had my heart set on Wentz. And I and again I owe Jared Goff an apology because I was like, This dude's a bust. He's another Ryan Leaf. He stinks. Then he then Jeff Fisher leaves and this fucking literally a kid coaches yeah. him. And he's like he's Pro Bowl material, you know. He's only listen that that team the way they played, they could be in the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. But realistically, I would say two years and they'll be NFC Championship Super Bowl uh, appearance. Yeah, good squad. Very good. Very good. Surprisingly. Now, if you think about it, they have a lot of great weapons. They have a they have a pretty good defense. You know, their defense isn't anything to laugh at. And you think he's only going to make it better, you know? But bottom line, they got to go through Philadelphia exactly to be to be the team. You got to mm-hmm. beat the team. Hey, Rick, Rick Flair, he actually predicted the Eagles going to win the Super he Bowl at the Wing Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, people are holding him in high praise. Of course. I mean, if I was doing an appearance in Philadelphia, I'd say that too. Right. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have got out of there. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, especially after the Eagles just beat his team. Isn't he originally from Minnesota? 
That's yeah. where he was no, born. Atlanta. No, well, he, he's a Falcons fan. I don't know where. Yeah, he's but from. he was born in Minnesota. Yeah, he, well, yeah, he was born in Minnesota, but he lived. You know, he, yeah, and then he lived down in the south, like Carolinas and Georgia. He's a Falcons fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Sorry, Rick. You know what was great for me was I have this fucking hater boss who's a Giants fan, and every week before each playoff game, it was go Falcons. It was go Vikings yeah. and go Patriots. And I'm like, just for that, I want the Eagles to win. Because the next day, that following Monday, we weren't allowed to take off the day after. It was like this big thing. No one's allowed to take off. So we show up, and I've never seen anyone angrier, like literally throwing shit. And it was like, what's what's the deal? Oh, pissed because, you know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. It's like, it's great. I love watching. Should have been more pissed that Eli Manning and David Beckham were fucking getting it on in the commercial. I thought that was the best commercial. I liked it. I, I sent it to Chris. Yeah, you liked it, yeah. and it was funny, but yeah. when your team's 3-13, and 13, you don't want to see right, that. You, you don't want to see guys. I'm glad. You don't want to see your guys fucking I'm dancing. I'm going to go out and throw some, some patterns. I'm glad some, you brought that up, Chris, because I'm going to pull up that dude, that one that I say. Mm. I'm going to play just that part. There is a, uh, a lot of these... There's a lot of people out there that post video, fan videos of their team. Yeah. Like a weekly video during the regular season. Right. And this guy's a Giants fan. Although he's from the South, he's got like a Southern draw. This guy could have been a professional wrestler. I love this guy. I actually wish he lived here because I would I would want to vote for him to be the guy on, the, the next person on the show. Like <laughs> like as part of the show. This guy has so much fucking charisma. It's not even funny. This guy made me laugh so hard. That I, I was I was in tears. I made my brother watch it when he came over. We were crying watching this guy. Here we go. He's basically pacing back and forth. He's wearing a New York Giants like uh, coach's jacket. He's got the Giants hat and he's got sunglasses on. He looks like McAdoo. And he's got a whistle in his mouth. And he's just pacing back and forth. And his wife is recording him. And he calls his wife... Uh, Baby doll. I mean, this guy could have been a professional wrestler. I'm telling you, he could have been a professional wrestler. What's he doing? He's just pacing. But that little fucking geek, Power Rangers. Uh, he's thanking people. Hold on. <laughs> when? I wasn't going to make a video. <laughs> this is fucking great. I wasn't going to do it. Not going to do it. I saw a stupid ass commercial that really fucking pissed me off. <laughs> you want to take a guess what commercial that was, baby doll? A Giants commercial. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking Giants one. Dude, he loses his. I'm mind. sitting there having to fucking watch the fucking Philadelphia Eagles win the fucking Super Bowl. Fuck you. <laughs> After watching my fucking team, this one, go 3-13, and, and we're fucking dancing in a Super Bowl commercial, having the time of our lives, <laughs> consider yourself 3-14. and 14. <coughs> Now I know 
know, it's, it's funny. It's personality. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that is the culture of the New York Giants now? <laughs> Offensive linemen. We got a stack of offensive linemen back there who couldn't block for fucking shit all year. That they're just dancing. Whatever the fucking song goes. Patrick Swayze, my motherfucking ass. Now that's a soundbite right there. Jesus. I'm going to do a dance right in your Just fucking ass. Just wonderful. <laughs> Just wonderful. Oh, yeah. The Giants won the Super Bowl contest of best commercial. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it was as if, baby doll, I couldn't get away from it, right? I'm sitting there. You, you fucking with me. I'm sitting there just just in a fucking corner. I, I'm, I'm just... <sighs> I'm just sitting there, just like, man, this fucking sucks. Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, the Patriots don't want to be the fucking Patriots. And I'm getting through this. I'm saying I'm going to get through this. You're going to get through this, Pizzle. It's going to be all right, Pizzle. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. And then I see my fucking quarterback, my so-called best receiver, and my damn offensive line dancing like it don't mean nothing. I need to dance, you fucker. <laughs> that was Eli saying it, right? yourself the fucking reason why the fucking Eagles won the whole damn thing. Oh, yeah, that's Let's it. Let's dance with that. And as the song goes, baby, I'm having the time of my life. Now suck my cock. And I'm never, ever, 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 I ought to take every fucking piece of it down, baby doll. That shit was funny. There is a slew of videos of fan reactions that are absolutely priceless. There is one where they show every fan of every team that lost in the playoffs doing, like, horrific shit. There is a guy. The one that was my favorite was a Buffalo fan. Now, I felt The one that threw his TV out in the snow? In the snow, in, like, two feet of snow. (laughs) I fell for uh, listen, I'll be honest with you, that's the only one where I wasn't like, all right, that's not stupid because I feel for this guy. He was so upset. He fucking walks out with his 15-inch screen TV, throws it on his front lawn, which, by the way, there's two feet of snow on the fucking ground, and he's crying. This dude's all tatted up, like jailhouse tats, right? And he's wearing nothing but boxers and slippers. And he's like, I'm sick of this shit. I ain't never, I'm done. I can't take this. And he walks back in the house. Funniest thing I've ever seen. And then after that, it's just nothing but people throwing their TVs off balconies. This one dude who's a Vikings fan who was watching the Eagles Vikings game, sitting there with his girlfriend, picks up. You know how you you know your sound system for your TV? There's a big sound bar. He picks it up, slams it through the glass coffee table, and you could tell by the girl's face the relationship was over. <laughs> and and he had the balls after she said, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "It wasn't my fault." Basically, he's like, I didn't do it. That's kind of like his reaction. He's like, it's not my fault. It's their fault. Pointing at the TV like the Vikings made him break the coffee table. And I'm like, these people are fucking nuts. 
They're absolutely. At what point nuts. during the game did he do that? Because that game was over in the first half. <laughs> uh, probably, probably, probably when when like the, the third touchdown. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I, I think that's got to be it because he he lost his fucking mind and and there's just a slew of them and it's great to watch. It's yeah. absolutely great to watch. To watch people's actual fan reactions when they're watching the game. Yeah. That's the best, man. It's funny, too, because there weren't that many Patriots fans that were really, really upset like that when they lost. It was mostly every other team. And it's just like, look, they're so they're so immune to winning championships, they're not even, like, that upset about it. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, eh. They're also smug assholes. Yeah, basically, yeah. They, they don't really know the game. I mean, nobody – like, see this guy, this this Giants guy I just played? Right. By the way, Copizzle, I'm a huge fan. I'm subscribed – I've subscribed to your channel, by the way, just so you know. Um, this guy, this is the kind of shit that I love watching. I love watching this shit. There's a Cowboys dude. Actually, the intro that I made, you hear him in the, the intro. He's, he's the one that said Nick Foles has to play because Carson Wentz has a torn ACL. No excuses, right, Eagles fan? Yeah. To watch the video of him immediately following the Super Bowl, you would have thought it's he the the look on his face looked like he was strapped down, had to watch his mother get raped by like a whole football team. <laughs> the, the, his face was golden, and he actually was like, I, "I can't believe what I just saw." He's like, "I don't even know what to say." That was his video. That was it. And I'm like, I'm so glad to see other people suffering for once. It's just so nice to have other people yeah. suffer. You know? Yeah. It's you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm excluding Buffalo because they've suffered for a very long time. <laughs> um, but for the most part, like you know, Jacksonville, you know, they're they're still basically new. I don't care what anybody says; they haven't been around that fucking long. You know, fuck you. You know, another thirty years, I'll feel bad for you. You know what I mean? But you know, but to, to see these people like lose their shit, and I'm like, man, finally people get it. Like this is exactly how I felt every year you know watch my team shit the bed every year year in and year out and even when they would go somewhere they'd lose it you know i mean granted we play cheaters but you know what are you gonna do but you know it's just it's amazing like people some people just don't understand the passion you know and of course now there's all these bandwagon jumpers uh, now that the Eagles won, everyone's an Eagles fan. Everyone's an Eagles fan. Everybody's got the shirt. Well, yeah, I mean, it was the same thing when the Phillies won 10 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's got the hat, the hoodie. The, Listen, the I'll be the first shirt. to admit, I I stopped being a baseball fan after the, the strike in 93, I think it was. Was it 92, 94. 94. Once that strike happened, I lost interest completely. I did too, but they they got me back, which is – when the uh, home run race, the home run race, yeah, okay, that that was fucking exciting. Now they want to, they don't want to let anybody link to steroids right. in the whole thing. Bitch, that got people watching baseball again. Yeah, fuck yeah. out of here. I still, yep. I still, I yeah, still, no problem when it was happening. Nope. Yeah, I, I still did not have. That was awesome. It was. I did not have any. You know, about two thousand six, two thousand seven. When you saw that turnaround, I was like, oh wow. They they look pretty good. You started going to games again, which was you know, I never I hadn't hadn't gone in like almost ten years. I hadn't gone to a Phillies game. Then you know, like me and my dad would go to a game, or me and my brother would go to a game. I'm like, yeah, you know what? They're actually pretty fucking good, you know. And of course, when they make the Super Bowl, look, we're all we're all a four sport city team, 
So even if it's not your favorite sport, you're still going to root for your team. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just dumb, you know? Like, a friend of mine, he loves – he doesn't give two shits about the Sixers. And I even asked him, like, so you wouldn't even be happy if they won a championship? He's like, I fucking hate basketball. Well, he's like, I hate professional basketball. I like college basketball. And I'm like, that's stupid. Like, I, I, I'm not saying you have to be, like, this diehard fan, but, I mean, you wouldn't be happy if the Sixers won a championship? I mean, Yeah, like, I've watched, I don't know, three, four Sixers games this year. Like, I'm not a I've huge basketball a fan. This year. But I get every update on my phone. Like, sure. I want to know how they're doing. Sure. I just don't. Sure. And, yeah, I'd be excited. I, and, and maybe I'd be a bandwagon fan if, if they went to the but finals But you're not a bandwagon year, but... fan because you're still a supporter. What I'm saying is I'm not talking about bandwagon people that, that you know, I'm talking about people that, like, never had any interest in the sport or the team ever that all of a sudden out of the woodwork, oh, now I'm an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. You know, you could spot you could spot them a mile away. As this cop hizzle says – He's like, you know how you, you know how you, you, you can find a f- phony Eagles fan. Tell them to sing the the Fly Eagles Fly. If they don't know the words to it, you know that they're not for real. And I'm thinking, wow, this guy knows his shit. You know, <laughs> I'm like, good for him. Yeah, I, I, I hate the people that get to celebrate a championship that didn't live through the miserable or they yes. didn't cheer through the miserable yeah. years. Yeah, excluding young children, you know, mm-hmm. because they didn't have a choice in the matter. Right, but. You know, like I was over at your brother's house last week, and I said to him, you know, I said to I said to his uh, to his son, I said, hey, I was like, enjoy this shit because we had to wait a long fucking time. Don't it, forget this. It, it made me so angry during the Super Bowl watching the young kids cheer for the damn. I'm like, they didn't live through this. Yes, yeah, Chris is like these they miserable didn't. cocksuckers. <laughs> they don't know anything about pain. <laughs> they didn't live through this. No, they didn't. They have no idea. They didn't. They didn't. I learned a lot they of things. They didn't live through the year where in the preseason you're like, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl this year, and then fucking Randall Cunningham tears his ACL in the first yeah, game of the yeah. year. They didn't live through that pain. Yep. And it just – and don't get me – I'm happy for them that they didn't live through it, but at the same time, like, man, this team has broke my heart so many fucking I know, times. I know. You don't even have a heart left from this team. I'm dead inside anyway. I, I, I'm <laughs> 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 and the Eagles killed me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, and, and that's that's the thing. If you were to ask me, I've always been a football fan, like more than anything else. You know, I'm, Flyers for me has always been a second, and it's always been a clear second. There is no, oh, maybe Flyers, Eagles. I've always been a football fan, first and foremost. I always will be. I just love the sport more. I like watching it more than I like watching hockey. Um, But to see the look, one of the things – that that I appreciate more to see the look on my dad's face when I saw him after the game was over. I never my dad had this look of of elation. You would have thought he got divorced. <laughs> he looked so happy. Like it was the the look on his face was priceless. And I was so happy for him because like he had a he had an ear to ear smile. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever seen him smile like that, which made me also think He's obviously not proud of his kids because he's never <laughs> smiled this way. You didn't know that, yeah. But but he's he's he was so happy. He was at peace. You know, you just it was like for him too. This this weight had been lifted. Like he's like because oh, you know my dad has been. I honestly think besides my mother, Philadelphia sports has given him the heart attacks that he's had in his life, and 
I feel now that this is finally over, that they won, I think he can actually watch a game and not get upset anymore. I know I can. I mean, I did a good job this year. Like, the little dumb things that they, that happen, you know, where I, in the past, would be upset, I, I, I wasn't upset at all. Now, my brother on the, is the exact opposite. We actually, it's another thing I learned. We both decided we can't watch games together anymore. It's over. The, 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 um, the curse has been lifted. So we both agreed mutually that we can't watch. We're never going to talk to each other again. <laughs> Basically, yeah. When it comes to football, we're not going to talk. It was great being your brother. He would. He made me want to jump off his balcony. He was so crazy, like that bad. It was the first quarter, and he was punching his wall, and I'm like, Jesus, yo, relax, you know. And he's like, fuck, like really loud. Like I don't want to do it because I don't want to blow anyone's yeah, eardrums out. It, but it, it's funny. I wasn't nervous even a little bit. Really. Until I was, the Patriots got the ball and the Eagles had the five point lead, that's when I started getting nervous. I was, but once Graham had the strip sack, I was like, "This fucking game's over." See, I was yeah, nervous. Yeah. The the hail mary. That was the only time I, I got wasn't. Nervous. I wasn't even nervous. Well, I mean, I guess I was a little bit, but like it. That drive when Graham had the strip sack, like it was just. Oh, it was the only time all year I was nervous. Yeah. Like I wasn't nervous against Atlanta on that last play. I was like, the Eagles defense is going to shut this shit down. Yeah. That that was that was that game was as good as coming for me. It really was, honestly. It was a money shot for me. It was great. Well, yeah, I mean, of course. It, it was better. Yeah, I've come thousands of times in my life. Yeah, since the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, Most of it in my own hand. By the way, the first nut that Get I a tissue, or a sock, or something. The Jesus first Christ. nut that I blew after that game was amazing. It was like fireworks. It was like the fireworks at the top of the link. Yeah, when they, it was great. <laughs> yep, it really was, man. It really was. It was. It was beautiful. But I, I was, uh, I was so happy. I mean, I couldn't even process it for for days. I was. And then you watch the parade. I actually went. I was going home, and I get I you know I get on wall women to come home because I'm right there, yeah. and I said I looked and there's cars parked all up and down Packer, so I'm like all right so I, they I went bar- under the overpass there yeah yeah mm-hmm. so I I said fuck it I got off at Packer let me just see if I can find a spot I parked literally almost near the next entrance to get on Walt women on Packer, and I walked like three and a half blocks over to the link because I really didn't know what was happening. As soon as I got there, literally, as I walked up on the street, the buses start coming out. I watched them leave. I went back in my car, jumped on the bridge, went home, watched the rest of it on TV. And I'm glad I did it, too, because I was not dressed for it. It was cold. It was freezing. I was not dressed for it. I, I took off my my work jacket, and I put on a, a just a plain hoodie that I had mm-hmm. in the back. But, you know, I had, like, the work color pants on. And I'm right. Like, this don't look good at all. And, yeah, um, I was at. I wasn't at the stadium, but I was at the very front of the parade route. I wasn't up by the art museum. Um, my brother brought his two little kids, talk, and his sister-in-law yeah. brought her yeah. two little kids. It was like so eleven. We of couldn't these. follow it up to. Sure. But um, yeah, man, it was it was freezing cold, and I may never do it again. But I wouldn't have missed this for anything. I when because I told you right after the regular season ended. I took off the Tuesday after the Super Bowl because I was like, they're yeah, going to win the fucking right. Super Bowl this right. year, yeah, and I'm did. going to the parade. I'll give you that. Well, of course, the parade wasn't until Thursday. Right. Monday, I texted one of my old bosses to see if she had a full-time job opening. 
Because you thought you were going to quit your job? I don't know what would have happened, but I was calling out the day to pray. Was, I was not going to work. But you don't do that anyway. What? You never do that anyway. Call out? Yeah. No, I don't. But, you know, I mean, sometimes when days like that where everybody's going to call out, they might, not, they might have a no call out policy. I was, if they would have said, we're going to fire you if you call out on Thursday, I would have had a decision to make. Right. Um, but anything short of that, if they're like, we're going to write you up, I was calling out. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fucking right. write me I'm up. never going to do this again. Right. This is never. This was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It was never going to – the first time they win the Super Bowl, it was never going to happen again. I wasn't missing it. Right. Yeah. I mean it was it was an it was an awesome, awesome experience. The whole thing was great. I actually am glad I was able to watch the rest of it on TV because there was no way I was gonna make it to the art museum. Hell no. There's just no way. It was mm-hmm. droves of fucking people. It was you know, like I said, I wasn't dressed for it. And there's no they're, they're saying seven hundred thousand. There's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way. No, I, I or some British company. Yeah. Or the, first UK. of all, they they fucking measure everything different than we do. Everything's like like kilometers are always less. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, there's no way. I think I counted seven hundred. There was seven hundred thousand by the art museum. Right. Yeah. Right. That parade I mean, route that was filled. Yeah. That was that was nuts. That was nuts. How many fucking people were there? But you know what was amazing though? This all started on the art museum steps this year, and that's where it finished. And it's such a great, like, you know, full circle. Mm-hmm. Literally, it all started at the draft yeah. in April on the art museum steps. And that's where it ended. And it was like, you couldn't write a better script than this. The only thing I thought that could have been a better script was if the Vikings had played a Super Bowl in their home state. I mean, that's pretty amazing to do. Yeah. Because, first of all, Minnesota doesn't get the Super Bowl once every unless it's once every 30 years. They haven't had a Super Bowl since, like, the early 90s. They had it in the 90s? Yeah, early 90s. Okay. Yeah, that was the last time Minnesota hosted a Super Bowl. And, um, you know, it, the Vikings, they've been shit for so long. I mean, you know, so it would, have been, it would have been an accomplishment for them. But to see how this – see, the year how it played out for, the, for Philadelphia was, you know, we had the draft here and – Hands down, anybody, I don't care who, what team you're a fan of, everyone said this was the best draft ever. A quarter of a million people down there throughout the weekend. You know? But I'm saying, forget, the, forget who shows up. Just the fact that the way it was set up, the way, you know, the way uh, things like you know, panned out, it was the weather. It was April, and we were having 85-degree weather. I mean, it was insane. You know? It was like summer, and it just was perfect. It was perfect the way it went down. And then you thought it was going to be like this glorious year. It's like, all right, you know, they shook the rust off the first year, the two of them, Peterson and Wentz. You know, now let's get down to business. And the way the season was going, I mean, it's, for me, the 61-yarder was one of the things where I was like, yo, this feels different than a normal year, you know? That changed the entire season. It really did. Yep. It really did. And and you know what? Big ups to fucking Elliott, a rookie kicker out of nowhere who's who became like our savior in a sense? Yeah, did he miss some fucking extra points? Sure, <laughs> you know. But uh, let's He's be like, I, fuck these one point yeah, shits. Yeah, I want the threes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can someone please give me put me in a seventy yard field goal position for fuck's sake? Like, why am I kicking these fifteen yard extra points? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, 
just the, the, the things that were happening, the plays. Like, Carson Wentz was amazing this year. And I don't care what anybody says. He's still the MVP. He had one less touchdown than, than Russell Wilson. He still had one more touchdown than Tom Brady. And obviously he didn't throw as many yards as Tom Brady because he didn't fucking play as long as Tom Brady. But his percentage was better than Tom Brady's. So fuck Tom Brady. I still Amen. Think, I still think Wentz was MVP. Not to mention, and, and, and you know, there's a lot of talk about Nick Foles and Doug Peter and, and rightfully so. But if it wasn't for what Carson Wentz did during the regular season, hmm. you know. They don't win the Super Bowl. No, fuck without, no. without playing at home in the playoffs, they don't win the Super no. Bowl. Mm-mm. They recognize that. No. And listen, he fucking Carson, his last play of the season, he threw a touchdown on one leg. You know, he yeah. even pivoted on that on that bad leg. That was disgusting. The way his leg was buckling yeah. side to side like that. It was it was just like I thought he had like a prosthetic leg. It was like Lieutenant Dan. Like I thought he was about to lose <laughs> his leg, you know what I mean? But um yeah, Carson, the whole season, Jason Peters, uh, uh, what's his name? Nick, uh, Nick, uh, Darren Sproles, Jordan Hicks, Jordan Hicks, everybody that they lost. Yeah, special teamers, too. Chris Maragos. Chris Maragos. Yeah, listen, Chris Maragos always, to me, if, if he ever came in on defensive plays, I always thought, I was like, oh, God, you know, he makes me nervous. But special teams, the guy's great. He's great on special teams. I think that's the only reason why they kept him. Oh, yeah. Because he's fucking dominant. That's why they signed him. Yeah. And all these key players and key parts of the team, we lost them. We lost more than anybody else did. Yeah, and every time somebody went down, somebody else stepped up. I mean, how good was Brian Brayman on special teams? Oh, my God. Where the fuck did he come from? Nobody had him. No, 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 not at all. Um, Another person who who deserves a shit ton of credit is uh, Vitae. Yeah. Yeah. Big that guy made everybody nervous the first couple games he was in. And it just makes me feel like, well, if Jason Peters decides to retire after next year, we're good. We don't have to draft that position. We don't. I think he's good enough. He did a great job. Nick Foles, he, Nick he Foles was, was not very, touched he was in the Super Bowl. He was very good the last two games of the season. Yes, he was. He was very good. I think he was better against Minnesota than he was against even, New England. Even when Samalu came in. Mm-hmm. The few plays he even played well, and I'm like, yo, they're all clicking on all cylinders right now. I mean, they really wanted it. They were they were hungrier than the Patriots. The Patriots just showed up like, hey guys, this is a normal day at the office yeah, for us. We're, we're New England. Whereas Patriots. the Eagles come in and they're like, yo, we're not leaving unless that trophy's in our hands. If we have to kill people, we're going to do it, and they did it. I wish they killed some people in that fucking game. <laughs> But it was it was it's phenomenal it, it, the experience what it means to me I can't even express in words you know like hey listen I'm I'm not gonna lie to you I've been looking at tattoo ideas I was gonna ask yeah. that if yes. anybody was yes looking <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna take my time because right now uh, it's it's like you know tattoo to be a tattoo artist right now is very very good for you yeah <laughs> it really is yeah I was I, there was one I wanted to get and then I saw somebody got it on their forearm and I was kind of like Ugh. I wanted which one you see the t-shirt of the Philly special with the play out yes. line on yeah, I was yeah. gonna get that from shoulder to shoulder on yeah, my back I, I wouldn't get that I but, wouldn't get that I mean I like the the sentiment of it I don't like the way that looks even if it was I good. was gonna draw it differently well yeah. I'll have somebody draw it differently right but. but even even the fact that it's a play I, I don't think I can have that on. It, it would have to be 
I would like it to mesh with something else. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know. I don't you don't want like the it. trophy, like the you know, people are getting like the trophy with the ego. Nah, no, I, I thought about that. I thought about that years ago yeah. when I thought they had a shot, and I'm like, I, I'm probably I, gonna get the Lombardi with the. I think what I might go for now is get the Lombardi trophy, and underneath it, have you seen the shirts that says Philly, but it's P H I L L I I. For Super Bowl 52, LII. Oh, no, I've yeah. never seen that. That's awesome. I like that one. I like that. That's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, the, the the best tattoo I've seen was this guy. I, I can't. I'll pull it up maybe after the show. Maybe you guys saw it. It was on, um, it was on Deadspin. Uh, there was a guy who got the tattoo done a year ago. Uh, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. He got it right up here. Yeah. He said... It said Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl 52, world champions. And it had the, the, the date, like the uh, the year. And and he got it done a year ago. And I'm like, how is that fucking possible? Balls. Right? To get that permanently tattooed on you. I mean, I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. That guy's got to be a god to people he showed <laughs> that to. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. Like, he got that back in, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was like April of last year. Something like that. And he, you know, I got to think when he went to work and showed people at the office, yo, check this out. They probably were like, you fucking idiot. Because yep. I would have been yeah. the same way. Yep. Well, for every guy like him that gets it right, there's probably a hundred that get it wrong. How about the guy that, that bet on him? Tattoo. That guy that bet on him, the one that bet on um, the, the World Series, <clears throat> mm-hmm. they, he bet on the Eagles. He, I don't remember what his, his winnings were, but they were like astronomical. Well, yeah, probably about because he two bet time, about two times what he bet. He bet well, yeah, he bet like ten mil. Yeah, he Jeez. put ten mil on the Eagles now, at the time when the line first came out. The Eagles were plus one ninety five to win the, the like Super that. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. fucking he, he single handedly drove the odds down. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Ten mil. <laughs> ten mil. Ten fucking million dollars. And, and I knew I knew it wasn't going to happen. But I had um, he's either ten or twenty bucks on Brandon Graham to win the MVP, and he was a hundred to one. So when he got that strip sack at the end, like I got fucking hard. <laughs> Not only were they going to win the game, but there's a slim possibility that he could win the MVP on that one play. Yeah, I mean, I, when he did that, I because the whole game, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking. You know, if the Eagles pull this off, Nick Foles is obviously the fucking MVP. Yeah. He's playing lights out. He's playing lights out. You know, and obviously if it went the other way, Tom Brady would be MVP because he's throwing. It's almost the, always the quarterbacks. It is. I know. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, holy shit. You know, and then when, when Trey Burton threw the touchdown, I'm like, yeah, he can't get an MVP for that. That's just one trick play. Yeah. You know, it's not like he ran back a 108-yard kickoff. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, Nick Foles. And then when the strip sack happened, I'm like, oh, maybe not. Maybe mm-hmm. not, because if they win because of this, I mean, this is all they needed. They needed one defensive stop. Yeah. You know, the only question I had was this. You played balls out the entire game. That last drive when they went three and out, when they kept running the ball, why didn't they throw it? You got you to gotta milk the clock there. Yeah, but. That's all they did is. Yeah, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't. It wouldn't. It, they, they did this because they had the two minute warning. It would have went down to the two minute warning. Nothing would have changed. It would have been. Like, it was like when they when the play ended, it was like 
203 or something like that. I don't know, something like that. They would have got down to the two-minute warning. It would have been like more, a couple more seconds before the two-minute warning or whatever. Like, it really wouldn't have changed much. Like, why wouldn't you? You were doing it the whole game. You know, why wouldn't you just throw for the first day? You were almost there. It weren't, they weren't that far. They could have got it. With the way they were playing, why not? You know, that would have been amazing if they had gotten the first down. You know, because I'll be honest with you, the ending fucked me up. And I know you guys probably don't want to hear this, but against any other quarterback, I think you throw the ball there, not against Brady. The only I and I was saying the week leading up to the Super Bowl, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. The only thing that'll make me nervous is Brady down by less than a touchdown with two minutes left. Look, when that when that when that drive started, I was obviously I was nervous because you know, like you said, it's Brady. Look what he did last year. Yeah, he doesn't have that far of a deficit to come back. It's doable to tie this game. And, you know, I was nervous because I'm like, you know, the only problem that I had with the game was the very ending fucked me up because I didn't know the game was over. No, yeah. I had no I mean, idea. If you listen to the call on the radio, it was it took them a good two, three seconds to realize there was no time on the clock. Yeah, but I mean, I, I we didn't have the radio on because it wasn't synced up right with the TV. Right. So I had to listen to those two idiots on the on TV. And, um, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm watching the ball go up in the air. I'm like, oh, shit, please, God. And I saw it hit the ground, and then uh, uh, who was it? Was it Amendola or Hogan jumped on the ball? Like, it was Hogan. caught the ball on the bounce up. Yeah. And it scared me for a split second. Even though I saw it hit the ground, it just scared me because I'm like, and I'm looking for flags. I'm looking for flags. Not even thinking that the clock's 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm like, okay, all right, no flags, no flags, no flags. And then that was it. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Is the game over? Like, I lost it. I was like, did we just win the fucking Super Like, like did we just become best friends? Like, it was a, it was that kind of a moment. Like, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. And me and my brother were going nuts. Yeah. We're like, holy shit. You could hear his entire development. Like, scre- people screaming yeah. everywhere. Dogs howling. I mean, it was, it was mass hysteria. It was awesome. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful feeling. Beautiful feeling. And I'm an idiot because a friend of mine who works for NFL Films, he asked me in week six, he's like, uh, hey, you want to you wanna come with me and work the Super Bowl? And I thought about it. I was like, you know, it's in Minnesota. I'm like, you know what? My luck, I get fucking stuck there. You know, like, I don't know. I was like, Minnesota. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, what are the chances the Eagles are going to go to the fucking Super Bowl? So, of course, I dropped him off at the airport before he left to go to Minnesota. And it was it was the Thursday before the Super Bowl, and I said, and he said he like he elbowed me, and he was like, "Don't you wish you said yes?" I was like, <laughs> "Fuck off, get the fuck out of here," <laughs> you know. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, if it was like San Diego or something, I would have went yeah. in a heartbeat. But I didn't want to go to a colder place, a place where there was like three feet of snow on the ground and wind chills below zero. Like, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm just thinking, I'm like, I can't get stuck in Minnesota in, in, in February. I just can't. I can't handle that. Oh, now I regret it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I quite honestly, it really wouldn't matter to me who was playing. I'd kill for the opportunity to go to a Super Bowl. I'll let you know how it is next year. I said I'm going with you next yeah, year. I think you should. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. And it's in Atlanta. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, which is great because, unfortunately, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm. 
It was it was awesome, man. It was all. Awesome. Although I, I am glad I watched it on TV. I don't know how I could have handled it being there. Oh, you know, like I don't know. Because who knows what I would have had to been doing. His job was his his specific job for the Super Bowl this year was to mic up Nick Foles and follow him with his camera. Well, not follow him literally. Like he was set. In the stadium, right? But his viewpoint was nothing but Nick Foles the whole game while he played on the sideline, everything. So when you watch replays and you see Nick Foles talking to people on the sideline, or when he went up to uh, what's his face, Peterson. Doug Peterson said, "Hey, Philly, Philly," that was my friend, and and I sat there and I'm thinking, God, what the fuck would I had? What would I had to do if I was there? Nothing probably. I could have gone and watched the whole thing. So I was like, I texted him, like, bring me back some confetti, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that, ugh, so great. Still, I still, I've watched the Super Bowl probably six times now. <laughs> well, they replayed it on. I, I, I recorded the original, the first airing, the the live airing, right? And then they replayed the uh, Super Bowl on NFL Network for the next week, but they had the shortened version. It was no commercials or. It was like one or two commercials here or there, but it wasn't as long. The halftime was gone, so it went from first, second quarter right in third. Right. So I recorded that, and I deleted the original. So I, now I keep that one, and yeah. when I feel like it, I'll watch it. And yeah. I still love watching it. It's fucking great. Hell yeah. I didn't watch much of it, but from what I did see, I thought the halftime show was blah. Yeah, I, I thought it was all right. I mean, it, it, how the I, fuck did Freddie Mitchell get himself in a halftime show? You see that show? shit? <laughs> <laughs> how did Freddie get himself in a halftime show? Yeah, two phones. I'm sitting there thinking, who's he going to bring on? Who's Justin Timberlake going to bring on? Freddie, Freddie Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Who yeah. knew he was even out of jail? <laughs> what is he doing there? I saw him at the Jay Z concert. That's how I knew he was out of jail. <laughs> that's, yeah, I was like, what the hell is he doing? Like what kind of connections does he still have? He stole people's money, basically, is what he did. The the best part of the halftime show was the uh was the Photoshop picture of of Chappelle. As on the the Prince board, yeah. That was the best part of the whole thing, and that didn't happen live. I wish <laughs> yeah. it did. That would have been amazing. I didn't hate the halftime show. I thought it was okay. Uh, I was a little It wasn't anything special. Like, yeah, I there was nothing... a lot more from the kid guy. Usually they all. go all out. They they, yeah. they bring other people, surprise guests. There was nobody like not even like even bring like a mold of Janet Jackson's titty. <laughs> like something. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? He yeah. went from his first appearance with the titty to like nothing. I was like, wow, nothing. I mean, he no danced, titty. Sang, that's what he does. But I expected, like, yeah, you're right. I expected. I thought know, somebody would come things. out. Yeah. yeah it just wasn't. Any, anybody. Like, just, yeah. you know. Bringing Janet out would have been fucking fantastic. Like, somebody said, somebody said um, on the radio the, the day of, they, they, they were bullshitting. They said, oh, I heard uh, the rest of NSYNC's coming out. And I'm like, oh, boy. That was that dude's moment in the spotlight. He wasn't sharing it with anybody. <laughs> yeah. Not that he needs it. No. But uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, my God, this is kind of. Yeah, and the whole Prince thing, apparently, like, Prince didn't want the hologram, and so they did that video. Prince didn't, Prince want, didn't it. want it. No, Prince said bringing up, performing Pr- with a hologram. Prince is dead, dude. How he, did he said say? in an interview, when people asked about performing with a hologram, he said, that's satanic, and I would never want anybody to use my likeness in a, in a show. 
Well, it wasn't it wasn't a hologram? Well, initially it was supposed to be a it was hologram. A, oh, but it wasn't. No, it was, they, a, they, it was like a movie screen yeah. thing. They should have brought out Dave Chappelle. That would have been great. They should have brought him out as Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah. Plus, there was wasn't there some animosity between Prince and Justin Timberlake when he was still alive? Yeah, there was something he uh, weird. accepted an award. Who did? Uh, Justin on Prince's behalf. Prince didn't show up. And he tilted the mic down because Prince is small. Oh, and wow. He, he did one of those things. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things. And then Prince said, uh, and then Prince shot well, back. Well, Prince hated Chappelle for what he did. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Did he? Yeah, he did. did he, he called him out at one of his shows. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he had, he had one of his, Prince had one of his people go to Dave Chappelle and the the message was, I don't like what you did to me. <laughs> Watch your back, bitch. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, he never cursed Charlie Murphy, which was odd to me. Right. Because it's his fault. <laughs> I'm sure he's cursing him now. <laughs> yeah, they had, a, they had a beef back in the day. He said, uh, when Justin did sexy, sexy back, it wasn't about like set, it was about music, like bringing the sexy music back. Yeah. Prince said, sexy never left. I'm still here. I'm still making sexy music. Like, fuck you. Listen, he can say shit like that. Right, he's Prince. Yeah, he is Prince. He was Prince. (laughs) Does anybody feel guilty that we're not talking about the school shooting? That we're just making this about the Super Bowl? Like, (laughs) school shooting? Yeah, right? Not, Not to be insensitive. Like, it's fucked up what happened, but... You know, whatever. I got to give credit to those kids that are speaking out about this. The students from the school. Right. They're, they're going nuts. They're calling out the president. It's awesome. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. What's the president going to do? What do you, what do you want? Well, what do they I want predicted the, the moment the school shooting happened right. and they, they let out. There was a, a, a report that the FBI had a tip about this before it happened. Right. I predicted before anybody on TV said it. I said it the moment I heard the report. I said, you watch Trump. Say that the shooting happened because the FBI was too busy go- looking into the Russian investigation okay. instead. And guess what? FBI's quote, quote, that fuckhead said exactly what I said. And I'm like, of course he would say something like that. And it made me wonder, am I a piece of shit too? Because that's the first <laughs> thing I thought of. <laughs> I love that all these women are coming out. All these pussy grab women. That, by the way, that not that, stopping. I'll tell you what, uh, that that Playboy Playmate, she's fucking hot. The one that just oh, came yeah. out, holy yeah. shit, she's hot. Did, wait, oh, did you see the um, going back to the shooting? Did you see the judge in that sh- that for that case? No, I didn't see the I, no smoking. Really young and smoking. Nice. Yeah, she's hot. I'll let her play with my gavel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but getting back to the Super Bowl thing, uh, the one thing that really pisses me off, I don't know how you guys feel about this, and I'm kind of curious on your opinions, but I can't stand these idiot Eagle fans and that we get all lumped in with them. Like, I don't know if you saw any of the videos, but uh, after the NFC Championship game, there were just, obviously, fans poured into the streets. Yeah. Well, there was a college kid. 
Now, granted, I'm not going to sit here and say it's all these fans, Eagles fans' fault. This college kid, again, college, from Boston, who's going to Penn, is wearing his Tom Brady jersey on the street. And he's, people are literally throwing bottles at his face. It's on video. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, why? this is why everybody in the world thinks that we're like the worst fucking fans because of shit like this. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't even know if maybe Boston would be the only other place where they would do something like that. But Boston's won so many championships in, in so many different sports over the last decade plus. I, I read something about that and I don't know how true it is. Um but I read it was a setup. It, it was him and all his friends from Penn, and they were dumping beer on him. No, no, no. He was getting pelted. Yeah. The dumping part was yeah. right in front of him. People were throwing bottles from far away, pelting him in the fucking head. And you just watch this kid getting pelted with bottles. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, come on. Like, seriously. Like, did you see the guy that ate horse shit? Yeah. yeah. This you're, is what I'm talking about. He's dumb. That's just... You know, somebody punched a police horse. Yeah. Back to back weeks. Back to back right? weeks, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck did the horse do? Why would you punch a police horse? By the way, the horse is in stable condition. But on pumps. No, but but why would you like it's people like that. Like I, I actually agree with a lot of people that when they say, Oh, I hate and I and I'll tell them the same thing. Look, I'll be honest with you. I do hate those fans. That shit makes me sick. I don't like to see, you know, the Vikings fans leaving the stadium. There was a guy walking his young son. They both had Vikings jerseys on. They were throwing shit at the kid. The kid's like seven. Like, throw it at the dad. Don't throw it at the kid. Like, he has. Throw it at anybody. Yeah, how about just let Uh, it Exactly. Right. I I mean. You just won. You know, you just won. Even if you didn't win, why? You, it's just, it just makes Listen, no sense. Listen, the Vikings had the the probably the alcohol. the most outstanding win of any game in the season. If you're an asshole with alcohol in your system, you're an asshole without it. Yeah, I, I hate I, when people I say, "Well, it's drunk." Yeah, no, I, no, I thought that asshole. over. No, you're, you're an right. Asshole. You're right because you if you're an asshole PMA. and you drink, it just amplifies <laughs> right. your assholeness. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it really does. If you're yeah. an asshole when you're sober and you get shit faced, you're a bigger asshole than than someone can stomach. And unfortunately, there's a lot of them. There really is. Yeah. Even after the win, it's like, dude. And you know, it's such a it's such a small percentage. Of but that's fans. what's always on but, camera, right? And I yeah. get that. So if there's, and you know, a thousand Eagles fans in a place, and three of them are throwing bottles, why don't the rest of them beat the shit out of those guys throwing bottles? Yeah. Like just whoop their asses. Yeah. Like, stop making us look bad, you fucking jerk offs. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, it makes me sick. Didn't uh, Patriots fans riot? Well, I heard there was a lot more arrests yeah. in Boston yeah. that night, more than Philly. Yeah, I don't think you can compare the two. No? What can the cops do in Philadelphia when there's 100,000 people on the street? There's nothing they can do. Yeah, they they sat, literally can do nothing. They sat and watched, you wait though. for videos to come out, and you arrest yeah. people that afterwards. You can't yeah. do anything. No. The cops are helpless yeah. when there's that many people. One of the kids that got arrested is the the son of a Villanova announcer. Oh, really? From the main line, the one, one that flipped the car over. Yeah. That, well, that one of them. Part, yeah, yeah. And I knew he got arrested. Fucking I didn't know. Rich, privileged kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're an asshole. <laughs> Jeffrey Lurie. Everybody wanted it more. 
And that's why we're up here today. And that's why we're the first team in Eagles history to hold that freaking trophy. Epic speech. And you know who the biggest underdog is? It's y'all, Philadelphia. Makes me want to clear my throat. For 52 years. I know, right? Y'all have been waiting for this. You want to talk about underdog? You want to talk about a hungry dog? For 52 years, you've been starved in this championship. <laughs> you know what's up. You know what's Everybody wonders Word. why we're so mean. Everybody wonders why the Philadelphia Eagles are, aren't the nicest fans. If I don't eat breakfast, I'm fucking pissed off. <laughs> no one wanted us. <laughs> no one liked this team. No analysts liked this team to win the Super Bowl. And nobody likes our fans. And you know what? I've just heard one of the best chants this past day. And it's one of my favorite, and it's new. And I hope you all learn it. Because I'm about to drop it right now. You know what I got to say to all those people that doubted us? To all those people that got I thought us this out, was the chant. I'm like, fuck you. Get it done. <laughs> what my man Jay Ajay just said. Fuck you! Fuck you! Sounds mental. He, he was ripped. <laughs> yeah, just looking at this video, you're right. There's a half a million people right there. <laughs> the best part of this video is after he says fuck you, watching Brian Dawkins cry laughing <laughs> in the front row in front of him. <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> I love that. Uh, but this, like, this organization gets it. They bring back all the ex-players. Yeah. Like, they get it. Yeah. The fans get it. Yeah. I, mean, you have I think it was a classy people. move that they were giving what's-his-name a ring, too. Um, oh, Dornbach? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. just get it. The organization gets it. I don't know if how many other organizations do would do something like that. I mean, maybe just buy again bias on my part, but you know they put Dawkins on the bus. Well, look, <laughs> and and rightfully so, and 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 not just because he works for the Eagles now, but it's when I watched I watched the uh, Hall of Fame honors uh, the night before the Super Bowl. Because when I found out earlier that day that Dawkins got in, I was I was shocked. I mean, not that he doesn't deserve. Of course he deserves it. But I didn't think they were going to let him in. I mean, they don't let safeties in that easy. Right. You know? So I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is, this is going to be tough. How is he going to fucking make it? You know? And when I heard that he got uh, elected, I said, oh, this is phenomenal. And, and it was just a, that feeling like, holy shit, like, do you? Do you the last eagle to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, I don't remember, but it's it might be before my time. <laughs> like honestly, I don't remember the last eagle inducted in the Hall of Fame. It might. Who was it? Was it McDonald? Know. Was it? Was it Bednarik? Do you count Reggie? Mm, not, not really. Not really. <laughs> I, I would love to, but. Not really. I mean, he he left us he left us at his peak and went and won a Super Bowl, and he deserved it. We let him go. Our our, our that owner fucked that whole oh, org- our organization up. I mean, he was an asshole. 
I mean, they 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 changed free agency because of him. Well, yeah, they sued the league. Yeah, right. So I I, I want I wish I could say Reggie. I mean, yes, honorable mention, sure, but like full fledged, you know, Eagle. It's that's you got to go way back, man, way back. I mean, Jaws ain't in it. Shit, no way. You know he's got the biggest mouth of any eagle ever. That's about <laughs> it. But like honestly, like if you think about it, it's got to be like one of those those Iron Man guys. Like it's got to be like Ben Nerick or, or Tommy McDonald or someone like that. Like it can't be anybody in the last forty years. I mean, did we ever get a player from another team that end up being maybe, probably, or vice versa, like a Reggie White? Possibly. Is Carmichael not in? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I know his numbers don't compare to what guys do now, but he was dominant when he played. He was, and he, he had one of the longest NFL streaks ever with a with a catch, like per game or whatever. Uh, but no, he's not a Hall of Fame. Which is odd to me, but I mean he doesn't wow. he doesn't rank high with the statistics catches touchdowns. No, but it was a different game back then. It was, it was, but no. And um, yeah, I mean, one, but the fact that he got in, I was totally shocked. Totally shocked. Are you looking it up? No, oh, I was going to look it up. See if maybe, hopefully I'm wrong about what's his face. Carmichael. I wonder if McNabb was even invited to the parade. McNabb is not allowed to do shit right now. He's in some serious shit right now. Which sucks for me because I've been listening to him all year shit on the Eagles. And I'm actually upset that he lost his ESPN job because I wanted to hear him eat his words. And... You know, I was a big McNabb supporter when he played here, but he just sounds like a fucking scorned ex-girlfriend at this point. He really he is does. a bitch. It's just like, it's, shut the fuck up. Like, every time you open your mouth, I like you less. Yeah, he's Just a, shut up, man. Yeah, he always has something to say about uh, Carson. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. Like, even even when I saw it and everybody else said it, McNabb's throwing the ball into the fucking ground. Like, I defended him. Like, I was a huge McNabb supporter. Yeah. And for him to just keep running his mouth, like it really just turns me it, off. It's to not him. a good look. He for was him. one of my favorite Eagles of yeah. all time. He's in the Eagles yeah. Hall of Fame. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But I, didn't, he, I didn't realize he finished his fucking career with the Cowboys. Ugh. Ew. Did he play? I don't know. It says it's, I know they signed him, but I don't think he, he went played the, for them. I think he was like before a game. He was like, "Fuck this, I'm not playing." He went to the <clears> Jets <throat> first. That right. same year, and then went to the Cowboys. I think he just made like the Black College Hall of Fame this year. I saw that he was that he was accepting an award last week, getting inducted. So maybe NFL's next. Who knows? Black College. No, yeah. if he didn't make it by now. No. no. How many how many ballots can you stay on? Like, he he was stay? never on one. Oh, he's never on. He one. was never nominated. Oh. He was never a Hall of Fame nominee. He's not. If you look at the top twenty wide receivers of all time, he's nowhere near that list. I know it's odd to think that, but it's true. Yeah, but neither is anybody else who played before 1990. It might be one guy. It was a different game. You can't compare stats You're to right. different errors. You're right, but he's just not It's not there. I mean, he's just not on there. I mean, he's not He's not even a thought 
in the in the idea of a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He played like one. You can say that. Can't take that away from him, but he's just not. Uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It sucks. <clears throat> I don't know. But it's been quite a long time since the Eagles have had a Hall of Famer inducted. Yeah. And when Dawkins went in, I'm like, yo, if they win, I mean, this is huge. That's what I'm saying. That, that's, that's what I mean, though. Think of the payoff that we got from how this, like I said, it started with the draft here in Philly. It was, uh, it was an amazing draft uh, as far as, you know, the setup. Then the season was an amazing season. You had, you had a, you almost. It seemed like almost every other game we lost a key player on the team from uh, from a different side of the football. And like Chris said earlier, the next man came in and played their role, and and played their role the way they were supposed to. And it was like, holy shit, you know they're doing it. Then you had Doc go into the fucking Hall of Fame, rightfully so, because he's a beast, and. The next day, they win the Super Bowl, and then it's like, holy shit, what a fucking great... Honestly, if the Eagles ever win a Super Bowl again, not, they'll, it'll never be in this fashion. That's what makes this so special, because it's just an... It's a year where you just face adversity and, and like, you know, one horrible thing after another, like dominoes, and next thing you know, you persevere. Like, that's really what it came down to perseverance they came out they played they left it all on the field and they were the best team and it's like holy shit they'll never do this again to be honest with you i don't think any other team will do it like this i mean listen have there been teams that lost a quarterback and won a super sure obviously it's happened teams have won a super bowl without a wide receiver uh, or a key running back or a key defensive player but when you lose so many starters and these pro aren't bowl, pro, bowlers. pro bowlers, right? These aren't guys that are just like practice squad guys, because there's been other teams in the league, including the Patriots, that have lost one or two key guys. We lost more than one or two key guys. You know, an offensive weapon, best, arguably one of the best offensive linemen in, in football, and definitely a future Hall of Famer, by the way, Jason Peters. Yeah, in the history, yeah, in the history, football. in the history, absolutely. You know, Maragos is may not be a Hall of Fame player, but what what people don't understand what yeah what what people don't understand that aren't a fan that are not a fan of the Eagles, Maragos is a dominating force on special teams. The guy is in on almost every fucking tackle, and he's made some special fucking plays. Jordan Hicks, even though he's injury prone, when he's healthy, the dude's a beast. Yeah, the dude's a beast. I could see why they drafted him. You remember his rookie year? He went nuts, and then he got hurt. I mean, if he were to stay healthy, he could be pretty fucking yeah. special. Some Patriot fan was arguing with me, and this is how stupid most Patriot fans are. Not surprising that, that because I said something like, uh, you know, we, we we you know we lost we won with with five Pro Bowlers. Well, we you know we we didn't have Amendola, and Brady played hurt. His hand what? his hand was. <laughs> I said Brady threw for. 
600 yards. Brady never had a game that good in his career. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? If I knew that. There, there's one big difference between those guys playing hurt and our guys not fucking playing <laughs> because they were hurt. Thing. Right. He's what, got a what does he mean Amendola didn't play? She. Uh, what, what, what is she? Which, what, which, Edelman. Edelman, I'm sorry. Edelman didn't play. That's one guy. And you got another Edelman on the team. You got yeah, you got three Edelmans. And Brandon Cooks got knocked the fuck out <laughs> by another special player what that what we didn't mention. Yeah. Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. The dudes of I was about to say Malcolm Butler, but he didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> What's what the fuck is up with that? I am baffled by rumors, this. man. Who knows? What is going? Did he you, had a fuck Belichick's girlfriend or something. Why wouldn't you put your best defense player on the field? For by the Super way, Bowl? Belichick's girlfriend's kind of hot. Yeah, for yeah. an old broad, she's hot. It makes me sick. Yeah. He left that disgusting house frow for her. Wouldn't you? No. No, I would have probably went after Giselle or something. No. <laughs> um No, but but why I'm there's still like all these re- all horrible reports coming out yeah, that they all knew. Why was he crying? View. He found that he means- just found out. By the way, Malcolm, you're not playing. Well, what? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fucking four. He, wasn't he MVP yeah. the year he intercepted the ball yeah. against the fucking? Uh, no, no, no. Brady didn't Brady give him the truck or something like that? Brady gave him the truck. Oh, yeah, I thought he was, he was a Super Bowl MVP. MVP. No. Oh, okay, no, that's it. Yeah. So this is why this is why the Super Bowl is big for me. I'll take Malcolm Butler. I'll take him too. He didn't have that great of a year. Doesn't matter. He's still he's better, he's better than, than what we got. Yeah, he's better than Patrick Robinson, I think. Well, well Pat, Robinson's going to walk. Yeah, but Robinson had a pretty good year, though. Did. We did not expect him to be that that no. useful. Let's right. put it that way. I don't want to say that good, but that yeah. useful. And he came up big, especially especially uh, you know against the uh, Vikings. Mm-hmm. That 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 interception turned the game around. Yeah. But um, you know, listen, Jalen Mills has been up and down all year. He started a year off really well, and then he kind of f- went flat yeah. for a while. You know, and and let's be honest, that throw was kind of shitty from Matt Ryan. That wasn't all Jalen Mills, you know, that, that Julio didn't catch that ball. That ball was went right through his hands. Yeah, but it, that it ball was kind of that was a sketchy uh, ball. Yeah, he threw. I don't know about that. You throw it up to your best you, player, he's got to make that catch. I know, but I mean, Jalen Mills, it, it if went you right he, through his hands, yeah, but that that's, right through his hands. But that's the kind of year Julio's been having. Can't give all that credit to Jalen Mills. Watch that play again <laughs> in slow motion. Jalen Mills really didn't do much in that play. No, at, at nothing. Right, Julio that was, Jones should have caught that ball. Yeah, that went right. Now, whether he lands in bounds is a different story, but he should have caught that ball. Yeah, I mean, it was I, luck. See, I don't understand that. Anytime somebody's near the sidelines and they jump for the ball, why does the defensive back even play the ball? Push him out of bounds. Are you allowed to? Yes. Still? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They have to land with both feet in bounds. Doesn't matter if you push him or not. I would fucking catch him in midair and walk him out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no point in playing the ball when they're by the sidelines. Just push him out. He jumps, he catches the ball, push him out. No catch. Do you think it was worth it that Rodney McLeod got teabagged for a Super Bowl ring? I think he don't mind. <laughs> he got a mouthful of nuts. Powerbombed that dude. <laughs> that was awesome. By the way, my brother sent me a picture of a table. Yeah. Right behind, did you see that? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. It was yeah, pretty funny. Powerbombed him. Yeah, man, that was that was fucking special. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to know what the real truth is behind Malcolm Butler. Is though, he he must have did something wrong. 
Maybe he got caught smoking weed or something. But you would think that would be out. Yeah, Devin McCourty said we all knew he wasn't playing. Yeah, but that doesn't seem right at all because Malcolm McCourty's Butler guy Malcolm Butler didn't look like he knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, was, he wasn't crying during National Anthem because well, he cares about the flag. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing. If you're... If you're the best defensive player on your team, and did you hear his They comments? tell you you're not playing in the Super Bowl. You don't believe him. You heard what Malcolm yeah. Butler said a couple days later, right? They quit on me. Yeah, that don't sound like a guy who knew he wasn't playing. Yeah, it sounded like abrupt, like he had just found out. They quit on me. He said. I mean, and I, I think, I think the only thing McCourty's doing is is saving Butler. Uh, in the sense of him getting picked up by another team, not hurting him. But they got to find out what the real reason is. Although, Butler doesn't seem like he knows either. Like, what the fuck did I do? I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe he hit on Belichick's wife. I don't know. the fuck knows? Belichick, uh, he, you know, thinks he rewrote the game of football. Maybe, maybe he saw something in the Eagles. I'm just glad that the Eagles didn't allow him to smile. <laughs> He's a dick. Seriously. The whole team, don't, they're all like that. Belichick. They're all like that. Well, you know what? Not necessarily. Brady, well, he just Gronk, ran off the field. Gronk. Well, all right, Gronk's different. Gronk different keeps story. his I like, shit. I like Gronk. Gronk keeps his shit quiet, yeah. but you could tell. He's got personality. He wants yeah. to fucking, he wants to like shine on the mic, yeah. and they don't let him. And fuck him anyway, but, but I get it. Like, he's kind of under wraps. But what is Belichick so fucking... Like, he absolutely hates the fucking media. It's like, dude, you knew this was part of the job. He hates the media if he deems it a question beneath him. You ask yeah, him a, bit, a question a he likes, oh, forget it. He'll talk for 15 minutes. I've never seen him enjoy a question, even if it's about they, sch- scheme. Is it his son that plays lacrosse, college lacrosse his or something? Son. I think it's or played? Son. They asked him a question about lacrosse. He talked for like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. If you ask him a question that he enjoys answering, uh, he'll talk forever. So, what's it like fucking your new wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just a miserable cocksucker. I hate the fact that he's considered the greatest coach in history. I hate it. And and to be honest with you, I don't care what anybody says. He's a fucking cheater. He, basically, he basically. Bottom line, he's he, a cheater. He cheated. He got caught. He got caught. Chris, Chris, like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I don't. I. I mean, I, I listen, have a huge. The fact hey, you that should they be cheated off. against us and yeah. won, it hurts. The fuck, of course. But it maybe does. Andy Reid should have bent the rules a little bit too. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but how- and you know what? Deflating fucking footballs. I've said this a hundred times. I don't care about. Give that. them the yeah. football they want to fucking throw. Listen, like it's it stupid. I'm not talking That's about dumb. that. I'm talking about the Spygate shit. I'm, you know, I'm talking about having refs in their pockets. That kind I don't of know, shit. The ref of the pocket. Oh, come on, dude. Ridiculous. They got the time clock uh, official working for them. There's a video. I think there's favoritism. I don't think they dude, have Dude, there's a video against the Jacksonville game. I see. I saw the video. The fucking time clock never moved. They had all the time I in the world the to call a play. It was 14 seconds left. Tom Brady's calling a play in the huddle off his wristband. He sees the time clock and he goes like this. And they reset it to 40. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how is this possible? How is no one fucking blowing up about this shit? That is awful. I mean, 
someone's got to be held accountable for this. But they are they And I are, hear you, but unless I see it on CBS Sportsline or NBC Sports or ESPN or NFL.com, I don't believe it. But this was this was recorded from a cell phone on the TV. You can't photoshop that? It's not a photo, it's a video. You, you can't you can't change this that fucking around. Hayse, see, I don't believe it. This fucking hayseed that put it up there, that there's no way this guy knows anything about video so, editing. So this hayseed that put it up there He's the only person in the world no, that caught it. None, no. of the other, none of the major stations caught no, this. No, you can watch the actual clip of the game. It's all over YouTube. It's all over any, any place where you can watch videos. If you type in that Jacksonville So no time major clock, sports outlets picked it up. Nobody fucking said a word. Nobody see, said a I word. I don't believe that. See, I, I, I pers- don't believe it being true if I, nobody picked it up. I, see, I... I if it, well, if you must think that the NFL is a straight-run organization. I don't. I think there's dirty shit going on all the fucking time. I mean, look what look how they tried to hide the fucking CTE shit for so many years. They made a fucking movie about it. That was real, but did they not sweep that under the rug? Absolutely. Now they can't because it's obviously a huge fucking factor and there's like, you know, th- there's a bunch of people that are coming out talking about Why it. Why does the league want the Patriots to win so much? If, like I, I think there's favoritism. So sure, favoritism. it's good for business. Absolutely, it's good there's for nobody. Exactly no, nobody in Iowa wants to watch Jacksonville in the Super Bowl. Right. The, the, no, it's it's good for business if the Patriots keep winning, because what you're doing is you're giving people something no one has ever seen before. But but to say that Tom Brady waves his hand in the air and because of that they reset the time clock, I don't buy it. I don't discount it. I don't buy it at all. I think I think if that were true, late, every man. major Yo, news organization late. would have picked it up. We're down two. We're down two fucking skyscrapers because of backward shit. Why isn't it? That's that's government shit. Why wouldn't we be? Why is it impossible to think that an organization like the NFL isn't dirty or there isn't collusion? That's crazy. This has been done before. This has been going on for hundred years in sports. I look at the fucking the 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 White Sox from what was 1908 the guys that bet on the fucking team back if you read like if you actually read like the real story there was people in the league that were working with them on on changing the outcome of the I mean it's not unheard of this shit happens I mean the 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 Olympic committee is probably the worst of any if you want to call that sports if you want to call the Olympic sports it's probably the they dirtiest. They don't even call it sports. They call it the Olympic Games. Whatever. Oh, right. But that's Games. the dirtiest organization next to FIFA. Oh, I, th- I think FIFA's worse. Yeah. I mean, FIFA's really bad. Even though Chris doesn't call it a sport, <laughs> FIFA is so. It's like the mafia. It is so yeah. fucking dirty. I am not surprised by, by anything dirty that happens in the NFL. It is not. I can't discount it. I can't because why is it shocking? There's more shocking things that have happened than that. Then why that has nobody me... picked it up? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I what mean, the I understand going. why I... ESPN, CBS, NBC, and Fox wouldn't pick it up because they broadcast games. What about CNN? I I don't know. I don't know. See, I, I that's why I, I don't, don't know. Buy but it. but but see, th- that's the other thing, though. You know, the the media only. The media doesn't doesn't talk about uh, certain things like on purpose. Like they only, I think the only reason why there is CNN and Fox News is basically to put it's propaganda. Like I don't. Well, sure. Yeah, 
like I don't think it's there to actually give you real news. No, and, and apparently it never has been. But this is this is this is real news worthy. This this you know quote unquote clock thing going on. You know now has there been times in the, look there have been times in the past where someone's had five downs in a series. It's sure. happened. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. It's a mistake. Or at least I'll chalk it up to that. But you never know. What if somebody was behind it? I don't or, fucking or, know. Or bad, bad play calling when they just keep giving the ball to Emmett Smith on the one-yard line. <laughs> they stop him again. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I listen. I, I'm not. I don't think it's beneath anything for that to happen. I, I think I'm not that. saying it's. I, I'm not saying the NFL would never do it. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying no. if it happened. If it really happened, somebody would have picked. I up. just. I. I really believe that. I think the Patriots are probably the most money-making organization in football, not just for themselves, but for the NFL. I mean, you have to think jersey sales, they're probably in the number one spot for how many years in a row. Sure. Right? Uh, you know, uh, fan- sure. Brady's the highest-selling jersey in Florida, and they have three fucking teams yeah, down there. Right, right. <laughs> not, not only that, we have, we have uh, one of our show fans is from, from England. Yes. Who who congratulated me he by did, the way after did, the Super Bowl? Yeah, he, yeah. Um, he is is a is a diehard Patriots fan, you know. Even though he's from England, you know, which I discount because you know. Well, he'll get to see a real team in yeah. October. He'll get to see our team. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I, I just I I just don't I don't I can't believe that it's not something isn't going on. Martin Burns. Martin Burns. Yeah. I can't believe that something isn't going on. That you know, at at some point or another, maybe not consistently, maybe not every single game, but it, I always feel like when when it's a a a serious thing, like 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 a championship game or a Super Bowl, there's always questions up in the air, like why did this happen? Why, did, you know, honestly, if the NFL knew about Spygate before it was out, I don't think they would have brought it up. I bet you they did. I don't think so. I think oh, I think they no. It's because did. of what's his name, the whistleblower. I think they were investigating that long before the media got a hold of it. See, and I and I think even if they found, well, I Jets think complained constantly. Well, about what's it. his name? The guy that Mangini. used Mangini. Mangini. Yeah. He was the whistleblower. The whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Because he, they were doing it against him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know this trick because I used to do it too. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's exactly what happened. He probably used to be the camera guy. Right. Right. So the thing was is. You know, I, I I don't believe for a second that it is impossible that the NFL found out about Spygate before. Let's say Mangini never said a word, and the, the NFL. I wouldn't be shocked if they kept it hidden, because it's bad. It's a bad image for the NFL if that comes out. Because then all of a sudden you're talking about: Do we strip the rings? Do we strip the trophies? Nobody wants. That's a scandal. Stripping rings and stripping trophies has got to be the dumbest fucking thing. It happened today with the, It happened today with yeah. Louisville. It's yeah. the dumbest fucking they thing do in it? history. Yeah. Yes. It's wow. so stupid. They still fucking won. I don't care if they were getting fucking hookers or not. They won. I don't care if they paid somebody's dad a hundred grand. They fucking won. Okay, but that's different, though. We're talking about something that actually changes the outcome of a game. They still won. No, no, no. I agree that they should. The have... Patriots cheated. Right. It's proven. There's right. no. They still won. You can't take that away. You gotta have no champion. Hold on a second. Two thousand five. No champion. Asterisk. No, you give it to the runner. Get out of here! It's stupid. <laughs> to the runner. You should have fucking caught them red-handed while they were doing it, not afterwards. You didn't catch yeah, but them, you and can't, they won. But you can't rely on the NFL. The NFL tries to protect its image. Sure. 
I mean, look what they did with Ray Rice. They gave him two games before that shit really came. Like, Brady really got, got Brady pissed. got four for deflating well, the ball. Well, yeah, because they had to set they had to set an example. Yeah. We fucked up with Ray Rice. We're not going to fuck up with Brady. We're not going to fuck up with Ezekiel Elliott for sure. You know, and it's only going to get worse yeah. than that. But see, they make mistakes or they hide shit in the in the beginning, and then when they have no choice but to be open and upfront about it, you know, they. Now, what happened? They got fined a half a million dollars, the Patriots. For Spygate? For Spygate. And they lost first And they round lost pick. a first-round pick. Yeah. I, no, I think Belichick got fined a half he a million dollars. He got fined a half a million. The, the organization got fined more than that, and they lost a yeah. first-round pick. And, I don't, and honestly, I think that's a drop in the bucket for them. Well, sure. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's not much of a penalty. Robert Kraft losing a million dollars is like you throwing a fucking five on the ground. Right, which you I know? would never do. <laughs> <laughs> Even though my name last name is not Goldberg, I would never throw a five <laughs> spot on the ground. Never. But that's that's you know it, to me it's not much of a penalty. Now Ray Rice, you can't penalize the guy anymore. He's not playing. Yeah, that's, yeah cost him his career. Yeah, absolutely. I mean he's he's done. He he's never going to play again unless you know this McMahon football league works. Well, out. well yeah. here's yeah. the thing. If he averaged five yards of carry the year before this happened, he would have had a job. That's a in good six point. Weeks. And again, yeah. that comes down to protecting Michael Vick, the image. Michael Vick came out of jail and got a job. Yeah, but you know what? If though? you can play, there's a place for but you. But Michael Vick paid his. He, he actually went to prison. Michael Vick did yeah. his time. He paid his dues. Yeah. Well, he did a crime that right. was worthy of prison time. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. No matter how you slice it. You know, as far Ray as Rice could have went to prison for assault. He he should have. I'm but, saying he could have. But, yeah, I mean. It's a crime. Yeah. You hit a fucking, you hit a woman. You hit a fucking female. <laughs> <laughs> I try that. I, I, and it's funny. It's at like the time Devo that it slapping happened, me along. <laughs> <laughs> at the time when I first saw the video, it was somewhat shocking, but. It was nothing. She deserved it. It was nothing I did. <laughs> she did. It was nothing she I hit didn't him first. She hit him first. It she, doesn't matter. <laughs> see, yeah, this is close. Yo, all right. Look, her, look, let me, let me, let me, let Snatch me. Your the Hold first video you saw, he was dragging her out of the elevator. Well, of what course. did you think happened in But there? of course, that's the first video we see. Yeah. We don't see the initial one where she's beating the shit out of him. Listen, I am not condoning hitting a fucking female. What I am saying is I am so sick and tired of this double standard. Women want to be equal. They want to get paid the same. But are you telling me that you're going to let some woman just punch you in the fucking face with fucking rings and diamonds on? Come on, man. There's got You got to put a stop to it. He punched. He knocked the bitch out. I mean, I know I, you can't really say this because they were in an elevator. But any other time, you, you walk away. You could walk away. Yeah, no, you have to. You, have you to could walk away. Yeah, but what, what stops her from chasing you? Bitches do that shit, call, man. They're in a public place, man. Call the police. <laughs> then you look like a bitch. <laughs> the NFL. <laughs> Yo, that, locker room, that locker room would be hilarious the next day. What he go- <laughs> Yeah, well, at least he's in the locker room. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay. That's true. That's true. You have to because that's just, just the type of world um, we live in. I, I, would, I would rather call the police on a girl beating me than turn around and hit her. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't you, go. You can defend far. yourself. I, I can defend about, myself. Absolutely. I don't know about a closed fist. And How do you live with yourself punching a girl in the face like that? Yeah, that's that was. Listen, 
you don't do tackler. it. Tackler. You I mean, just don't. The ground or Listen, I've up. been I've been fucking beat up by bitches before. I never hit them. I never. The worst I ever did was push them off me. But they weren't even hurt. I didn't leave any marks. Well, you're allowed to defend yourself. Well, that's what I was doing. I was trying to hide my face. They were getting good shots in. <laughs> I was getting peppered. What's so with bad about a fresh one, though? Like right across the A mouth. fresh one's different. When you get hit in the face close-fisted, that shit ain't cool. <laughs> that shit's not cool. <laughs> you know? When, when you get hit in the face... An athlete. professional athlete. By a normal person, it's not cool. By somebody He's five whose foot three. primary job... <laughs> Is a lift weights for a living? Dude, he's the same size as Kevin Hart. What's Doesn't the matter? He's still strong as shit, I'm sure. I, well, I'll tell you what. If he would have punched any of the three of us the way he punched his wife, the outcome's the same. He's dragging you out of the fucking elevator because we're all out cold. Well, no, yeah. we're not his wife. He'd leave us in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> We'd wake up on the penthouse floor. Well, what happened? Where's your hat? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, as far as, as, far as the NFL goes, if – if Ray Price had a good year the year before, he's playing. I agree, but that's part of that's part of what I'm I've been saying. The NFL is so worried about their image. They they try to. I I think they only let you know what they have to let you know. Like in other words, what people have already found out. But if if it's not public knowledge, I think they hide shit all the time. Oh, absolutely. You know, listen, I, and I could tell you this as a fact. There is a guy that works for the Eagles organization, okay, who's basically a Ray Donovan. He is on the Eagles payroll. He's a Ray Donovan. He takes care of problems to basically keep out of legal spotlight. Okay? And this guy is a very busy man from what I understand. Okay? This is for real. Do you know his name? Uh, I don't know his name. No. I know. I can point him out to you on the TV. I see a guy all the time on social media, and he's always with the players, and I always wonder what the fuck does he do? Mm-mm. I, I he doesn't he doesn't really hang out. His job yeah, is to keeps, show up after the hangout. He keeps saying my my guys take no, care of my guys. No. no, well maybe it's maybe it's security. The guy you're talking about it could be security. But there is a guy, and I don't think it's just the Eagles organization. Oh no, I'd be surprised to. There's if, a cleaner for me, every team. If you yeah. told me there was a team that didn't have one, yeah. it would shock. These me. guys apparently are almost as important as agents, from what I understand. These guys get paid a significant yeah. amount of money to make problems go away. They get rid of DUIs. They're the guys that show up and get into a car when they're pulled over and make and give the, the guy driving a taxi home, and they take the rap for the ticket, like that kind of thing. So, again, I, all, I think this is, all falls under the umbrella of the, of the NFL. I think they don't want... If if I think if if the public knew everything bad about the NFL, I don't think the NFL would still be standing as the NFL. No, because millennials are assholes. That's that is you couldn't have said anything more correct than that. They are fucking up this world, millennials. They are absolutely fucking. Look, up this I'm not world. saying it's okay to beat your wife, but I'm sure every every person in this room has somebody at their job that slapped their wife once. I'm sure of it, and they still work at your job. I'm sure of it. So, so you, you, you. I shouldn't even. If you do something stupid, you shouldn't be allowed to work ever again. No, it's stupid. It's dumb. No, the sensitivity level is so high now. Oh, it's not like the way it used to be. Where you know, you know, back in the day, surgeons used to smoke during surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, and no big deal. You used to be able to smoke on an airplane. No big deal. Now, if you smoke. 
on a public sidewalk, you can get fined depending what city you're in. And that's a true that's a true statement. I mean, we're not this isn't a gun. You can a kid can walk into a school, open fire, spray bullets into a school or a movie theater or from a fucking Vegas hotel window and you know, they were able to get guns in wherever they were. But God forbid you talk about gun control in this company or in this country. I mean, I'm not saying you got to get rid of guns. I'm just saying you need a better system of being able to obtain guns. There's not a good argument against stricter gun laws that include a background check. There's not a good argument against that. No. You can't. People, are they trying to take our guns? No. Get out of here. No. Nobody's trying. Nobody's coming to your house to Everyone take your Everyone should go gun. through a psychological evaluation before you get a gun. There's not a good argument against stricter Absolutely. gun laws. There's Absolutely. just not. No matter what you say, you know, people try, oh, uh, uh, you're not banning cars and drunk. You blame the cars when drunk drivers kill people. Shut up. By the way, you can go to a gun show and pick up a gun without any fucking paperwork. You could just go and buy a gun at a gun show. And there's a gun show expo about 40 miles from here. Oaks. Yeah. Every fucking month. Every month. There's a huge billboard on Walt Women Bridge. The Oaks Gun Show. You go there. You can buy whatever you want. Semi-automatic, you know. Some of the guns you buy, the fucking serial numbers are shaved off. I know this because a guy that I work with bought tons of guns and showed me showed me his guns when I was at his place. And one of them, the serial number was rubbed off. I'm like, really? They sell this? Oh, yeah, they'll sell anything. What the fuck? Now, I think my friend's a little overboard by stockpiling weapons in his basement. Personally, he's got... Every handgun under the sun, and he's got semi-automatic uh, rifles. Like and, you would think that. And st- honestly, as long as they're registered, that doesn't bother me even a little yeah, bit. Doesn't bother me. They're not. I, well, obviously, they're not. If you just walk into a gun show yeah, and buy them, they're not. He's got guns I'm, registered. He has. I'm all for owning multiple guns. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, you know why he doesn't do it? He doesn't want to pay all the money to register the guns. There's a lot of money in registering guns. He doesn't want to pay all the, the fine because it's up to a certain amount and then you have to start paying more fees or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, not only that, they kind of put you on a uh, a watch. Like, you know, like they yeah. kind of observe you a little more than normal. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to be on anyone's list. But he wants to stockpile weapons just in case the fucking North Koreans come. You know, I mean, and this is why psychological evaluations are a good idea. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he was able to get a gun legally. And he has multiple guns that are registered, but he's got way too many guns. I mean, I honestly, he can probably he can probably arm a small army with what he has. It's impressive. His collection is impressive, and it's not these aren't guns that are hanging on the wall in a case. These are guns that are like they look like they get shot every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like he goes to a range, or he goes to a friend's house who has like a lot of acres, and they shoot. And I'm just like, what? Okay. But he, he, he wants to carry, and he carries a lot even though he's not supposed to. And it it bothers me because it's like I don't want to be in a car with you when that thing goes off. You know, like you have to be – you have to treat guns like, like newborn babies. You really do. You can't just wave a gun around and play with it. It's not – you know, it's that's not what it's for. If you want to use it for protection, then use it for protection. You want to use it because you, you – you know – you like going to the gun range, then you go to the gun range. But you don't wave a gun for no reason, especially with a full clip. Are you insane? 
it could go off. You don't know. Yeah. And 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 we're talking about people that maliciously try to, to end people's lives. And it's like, yo, there should be a conversation. There should be these Second Amendment people. They they're they're they've lost their fucking minds. No one wants to take your fucking guns, man. You can keep your guns. Just go through a fucking background, like a, a psychological evaluation. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're sane enough, you'll keep your guns. It's the crazy people that are worried about getting their guns taken because they're probably the ones that are going to get their guns taken away. You know, how can you sit there and say that, you know, stricter gun laws wouldn't have prevented some of these things from happening? Like, in other words, let's say in order to go and purchase a gun at a gun show, you have to show paperwork that says you passed a psychological evaluation that you have guns already registered or that you you have to register right there to pick up the gun and then you know they put the put it through the process then you take your gun what why is that such a horrible thing because it's an extra step I, I again there's no argument against it there's no there's no good argument against it and and while you're at like why shouldn't you have to pass like a gun safety class before you can buy a gun absolutely if you're if you're a moron that doesn't know how to handle a gun and you buy one and you think you're golden you're an idiot in my eyes you're an idiot you should have to pass a gun safety class absolutely 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 and listen all guns are different but you can learn how to safety any weapon with a simple video if not a hands-on demonstration if you go to a gun safety class they should have one of every gun that you can legally own and show you how to, you know, safety all of those or disarm or load or whatever. And that's it. It's not going to take long. It's not like you got to go to school for nine months. Right. It's one day. You know, what's the big fucking deal? It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Nope. So, you know, and, and yet this country is so hell-bent on, you know, the Second Amendment and it all goes back to this the second amendment was written when guns were loaded with powder and it took you like two minutes to load every shot it's a different time things have to be amended things have to be adjusted they have to be changed with the times i mean millennials are changing with the times they're becoming uber sensitive and you know oh you offend me with your words and look stand-up comedy is 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 a danger now to these millennials because people are too sensitive oh you can't talk about racial shit or you can't talk about uh uh someone's religion how how can you do what the fuck is your problem they're words what happened to freedom of speech you guys are so hell-bent on the amendments what happened to freedom of speech now you can't say anything you want not these days no No. you just hurt right you just have to you have to fucking you have to like adjust with the Uh, times you just have to you know there's no such thing as not getting a smartphone everyone has one whether you're old young if you have a cell phone it's a smartphone there's very few flip phones left okay and if they're still working it's amazing (laughs) but you know yes that's part of changing with the times you gotta learn how to use one this and that but you don't have to make it your your lifeline. I mean, there are people. I saw a woman today crash into a guardrail because she was looking into her phone. She veered 
right off into the left guardrail. And I laughed at her. Yeah. And I was actually upset that she was still alive because the way I look at it, it's one less asshole I have to worry about me, you know, worrying about when I'm driving. Because I don't, I don't want to be stuck in a car or a truck on the road with 90% fucking morons. Because everyone's looking at their phone more than they're looking at the road. And it's not just women. There's fucking business dudes are staring at their phone when they're holding the steering yeah, wheel. And I'm like, work from their they're phone. not even holding it in front of the steering wheel, the wheel. They're holding it to the side and down. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then I got a beep to let them know, hey, asshole, put the fucking phone down. It's unbelievable how, how dumb people are and how fucking lost people are. Is it that important? Is it that important that you have to look at your phone? Pull over. What is the big fucking deal? It's it's amazing to me. Yeah. People will not bend on shit that would just easily help everybody, including themselves. But this is the world that we now live in. I'll tell you, man, it, it's a shame. It's It's a damn shame because... The 80s and 90s were fucking awesome. They really were. If you think back to the 80s and 90s compared to what's going on now, post 9-11 has been an absolute nightmare for this country. It really has because we're always on high alert. We have to worry about terrorism like we never had to worry about it before. And it's it's gotten to the point where our lives and, and, you know, kids' lives have changed forever because of... You know, crazy people and stupid people. And, and and the guy that's in the White House right now is no different. He's he's just as ignorant and just as oh, dumb yeah. as any moron oh, who yeah. crashes their car because they're staring at a phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, it's it's like having a big baby in the fucking White House. It really is. This guy he's just... thin skin. Thin orange skin. <laughs> but you're right. He has real thin, thin skin. skin. You know, it's funny when people talk about how he repeats himself at every public, uh, um, you know, whatever. he When he goes from town to town to do stupid shit, he repeats the same thing over and over again. He has like a, a he has like one cue card, and every city he goes in, when he speaks, he says the same thing. But he doesn't realize that there's national cameras everywhere he goes. So you just see like the same clip over and over again. It's just him with a different tie each time. It's unbelievable. You it's scratch like scratch out the name, put the next city. It, it really, it really is just like that. It's unreal. It's a, he's like a robot, but he's like a f- a, a fucked up robot. Yeah, it, 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 absolutely amazing to me. We have we have never ever been uh, 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 better in this country than than the last eighteen months or whatever. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's just funny to me. It's hilarious. I don't know how the fuck we got on this. My bad. My bad. We were talking about cheating, and we got on NRA shit. That's what happens? <laughs> yeah, the president down that the president hole. the president is absolutely pissing me off at this point. Like I am, I am so pissed off at this fucking guy. Yeah, I, I'm actually really looking forward to the next election. And and the funny thing is, there's still no talk about who's going to run against him on his side, and there's no talk about who's going to run against him on the other sides. 
Like, I haven't heard one name pop out. Like, are they getting anybody ready? Are they prepping people? What's going on? Are we just going to hand it over to them again? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're prepping people, but a lot could happen in the next year. If you you think that there's a chance that he may not be president the full term, no, no, he's oh. not getting impeached. Oh, no, I, I mean, I mean, if the Democrats, for example, are already starting to pump up some new person and they get a, a fucking Me Too accusation, that's going to kill them. You, you know, I, until until it's go time, I don't I don't think you really start announcing who they're really prepping. Yeah. Hey, how about maybe run somebody who's somewhat likable this the Rock. time? This time, <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's, he's <clears throat> I'm not kidding thinking about it. I'm not kidding. I think Dwayne Johnson has a great chance to be president and be a good one. Seriously, think about how likable he is right now. Right? I'm not talking about him as a, an actor or as a wrestler, but there isn't one bad thing written about this guy by like regular everyday people. People tweet about this guy. You know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the nicest people I ever met. He was so nice. You know, he 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 signed my kids, whatever. Like, The Rock never fucking pushes people away. Never says no. Never says go fuck yourself. He, he, even, he even saved someone's life a couple years ago. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Out of his way. Like, he didn't have to do that. He could have been like, oh, I wasn't here. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck that dude. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he is a real stand-up dude. Think about worldwide if he were to go and do like these these uh you know national con- conferences and shit you know we'd be like in good hands with the rock like people would love him think about the bitch that runs Germany she fucking hates Trump she just spoke out about him yeah. she called him like a fucking lunatic and an asshole in German I don't know mm-hmm. how to say it but she basically did when she was spe- and she was saying that we cannot rely on the United States anymore. That's scary shit. That is some scary shit. When people start to sit there and say, you know what? We've been following your every move for 50 years. I think we're going to go our own way on this one. That's scary because what you're doing is you're putting a divide between us and other important, important unions. And you know, you never know when you may need their help. And he's burning well, every I mean, fucking that, bridge. That seems like... His presidency in a nutshell. I mean, if you could define his presidency in one word, it's divide. Look at this country. Oh, but you ask any Republican that. You think they'll answer that? No, of course not. No. Our fucking mutual friend still to this day posts shit on Facebook. But, you know, I'm a li- little sick and tired of hearing all these Trump doubters. Look at what he's done for us so far. What? What has he done? Did you benefit in any way by him? I, I'll, I'll let you know next year. When? When, when the new tax plan kicks oh, in. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean it kicked in, but I'll let you know when I do my taxes. That's the only way I'm going to know. I think I'm getting like $100 extra uh, a paycheck. Yeah, but you don't know that you're not going to owe that next year. Right. You don't exactly got to fill that shit. Who the fuck knows? I mean because if if I was reading it correctly, I moved up a tax bracket because of this. So I don't know. You. No, I didn't no. make any more money. <laughs> yeah, but if you move up a tax bracket, you get taxed less, don't you? No, uh, up a bracket as I'm taxed more. Oh, oh never mind. I I think I, 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 
I did a little research when it first started, and it looked like I I could possibly move up a tax bracket. Okay. But I'm probably going to make less this year than I made last year because I'm not working a second job. So who knows? Right. I might benefit from it. I just don't. I don't see what you know. The only argument that they had was that the stock market's been doing better than it has in a long time. Economy. But, but just recently, the stock market dropped like world record, like in, in one day. It dropped like a world record amount. I forget what it was. As a matter of fact, it was ironic. They showed a video of Trump speaking at some engagement, and they had the live stock ticker mm-hmm. and like you can watch it drop and he's talking about how great the economy is and how great the stock market is. and it's literally like dropping and i'm like what's happening here? i mean it's gonna go up and down it, it always will yeah. but i mean you can't just say you know the economy alone and then we're golden there's a lot more to this country than just the economy yeah of you course. know you can't skip out on everything else. Like it doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying you got to save homeless people. I'm not saying that you have to give uh, uh, extra money to certain organizations because they're lacking, as opposed to our defense department. But I mean, you can't just rely on just econ- the economy. There's more to it. There's a ton more. To You're it. spending money on coal, a dead fucking resource. Nobody fucking coal mines anymore. Mexicans. That's about it. Guatemalans, because they're still stuck in the fucking dark ages over there. But we don't. Nobody uses coal anymore. Coal is not a natural resource that's that's viable at this point. Solar is more viable because it's always fucking there. You don't have to dig for it. You can get solar power on a cloudy day. You don't even have to worry about it being. A, it's not like solar power works like. Oh, it's beautiful out. There's no clouds in the sky. We should have lots of TV time today, kids. It's not. You know what I mean? Like if it's if it's a fucking you know, hurricane or a snowstorm or, and there's a, you know, no sun, you're still going to have solar energy. Like it's always going to be there until the fucking, until we explode the sun somehow, it's always going to be there. Why wouldn't you want to go and please stop with this. There is no global warming shit. It's, it was almost 80 degrees today. We live in the Northeast of this country. It snowed a day ago. It snowed a day ago (laughs) and it was almost 80 degrees in February. And and I'm not saying we don't live in California, we don't live in Florida, we live in southern New Jersey, ten minutes outside of Philadelphia, which is just as cold as New York, D.C., Boston. We get the same cold weather they all get, and we almost hit fucking beach temperature today. And tomorrow it's going to be hotter. Okay, and then yeah, Chris is all like, yeah, yeah, love this global warming shit. Right. <laughs> but and next week it's going to be cold again. As a matter of fact, tomorrow, tomorrow, watch this. It, the high is supposed to be somewhere around 78, I think, something like that. And then by 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, the following morning, it's going to drop down to like 40. Like that's a huge drop. Go figure. Go figure. Actually, no, it's it's less than 40. It's in the, in the mid to high I 30s. Surprise me. I mean... No global warming. Okay. Ask the polar bears if there's no global warming. <laughs> no, really. I just I just saw this on the news. Uh, they were talking about how many polar bears there were 15 years ago as opposed to now. The number that dropped is astronomical. 
They're saying polar bears could be extinct in less than 50 years. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy if you think about it. I mean, I won't be around to say it, but it's not like I run into them all the time. But if you think about it, that's fucking crazy. It's not because they're being hunted. It's because there's no more places to land. They're going to swim till they drown. It's the water is melting. The hot water is melting the fucking ice polar ice caps. Yeah. There's they they have no homes. <laughs> you think they would just shave their fucking fur and just come to Florida or some shit? Like <laughs> seriously, like what the fuck are you going to do Post now? Post up on a beach. Yeah, don't they adapt? Doesn't nature adapt? I don't know. Hang out with the manatees. Oh, you would think they would come like ashore and hang out with the regular bears, like the black bears, the brown bears. No. Yeah, but white, you know what? White bears don't sound like they would want to live in a neighborhood with black and brown bears. <laughs> I don't think they would. <laughs> no. You know, no. we'll just we'll we'll take our chances out and see. More divided. <laughs> yeah, even with the bears, we're divided. <laughs> we'll take our chances out here in the water. We're good. We're good. We, we don't have to worry about that. That's funny. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we went way over. We'll take us out. Yeah, thanks for listening. Don't forget, go to iTunes, subscribe to the Jersey Jerks and all the other great shows of Ryecast, and uh, hopefully we'll have Missy next week. Who the fuck Why knows? hopefully? I don't know. Have the four of us here. <laughs>